0: hey what's going on it's bill burr and joe de rosa and it's time for another episode of uninformed no reading no research just strong opinions by a couple of fucking fellas you know joe i, w- I wouldn't call myself a reader bill i wouldn't call you a reader you wouldn't what would you call me joe a
1: bleeder oh, am I a fucking call fucking a reader? lot of things but never late for dinner you know what i mean
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: i'd call you a few things
0: joe you know uh you were standing out in front of my homestead here Yeah, I was a little late and I was uh, walking around the corner, you know, Mm -hmm. as I do, I go for a stroll, Joe. I'm an old man, you know, (laughs) I heard it's good for the cholesterol. It is. So I come walking around the corner and lo and behold, here is my friend who I've known all of these years. Mm -hmm. And Joe, I've always known that you're a rebel. (laughs) I've always known that you're someone who pushes the envelope. And I'm sitting there going, is that Joe DeRosa? Standing in front of my house with a motorcycle helmet. Right. First you get engaged. Right. And I'm like, now he's got a motorcycle. And I'm like, where is it? Right. Did he get a Harley? Right. And like you, Joe, there's always a left turn. (laughs) There's always a surprise. Right. That's why, Joe, that's why we've been friends all these years. For over a decade and a half. It's, Joe, you always know how to keep the excitement going. Yeah, keep it mysterious. Yeah, absolutely. And I looked over to the left. Didn't see a motorcycle, looked over the right, did not see a motorcycle. No. But what I did see was a very snazzy, dare I say, smart-looking scooter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got a scooter. I got a scooter. Joe, are you terrified riding down the street on that thing? Uh, I've
1: had it for three weeks, so No. The first time I wrote it, I was the second time I was a little nervous. And then the third time I was like, oh, OK, you just got to be careful, dude. It actually makes you a better driver
0: because There's a lot of people texting out there. Please be careful, Joe. Uh,
1: well, I am. But that's what I mean. Like now I see people in cars and the shit you do when you're in your car. And I'm like, I can't believe I used to do that kind of shit on the road because you can't listen to music on it or anything. You know, you got to be fucking alert. It's green you know mm-hmm. and i even said to the lady when i bought it i go i, I don't really like that it's green she's like y- you want it to be green you want to be seen
0: she's like you don't want a slick yeah. scooter you know no you don't want the black the uh, the night rider edition
1: but i'll tell you dude it's a byproduct joe tell me about your scooter it's a byproduct
0: of the <laughs> engagement uh i joe i got to be honest with you i i've never been more thrilled for you <laughs> it's you know it you 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 punch through the clouds man you fucking there's something going on with you man you're 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 a changed you're a changed guy
1: the, the 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 lady the lady uh she uh she kind of talked me into it and i thought it made a lot of sense because you know you don't have to put a dime of gas in the thing dude it's electric you charge that battery at night and then you've you know that's cool so then you you, you, it's probably
0: fast as shit then huh it it, it caps out at like 30 miles an hour no but i'm saying as far as like being able to get out of the way if you roll on the throttle whatever you electric guys call it right it's instant torque to the wheels as far as i know oh yeah it it takes right off it takes right off joe well hang on for god's sakes
1: (laughs) but it's great you cruise around you do spots you run little errands i mean you know for the little day-to-day bullshit it's kind of all you need out here it's nice you know, you're not going to go buy furniture with it, obviously. But. Would you ever ride a motorcycle? Yeah, it made me, it's honestly, it's made me want a motorcycle. But then, then you're back in the gas game, which I'm not against. I'm just saying, like, one of the great things about Joe, this. Joe, you're was, out of the
0: gas game, man. Don't don't, don't, <laughs> don't get pulled back in. Once you buy this thing and you walk away, you're done. No, the, you know what? Which is great. Uh, down on Fairfax, I don't know if the store still exists, they have electric motorcycles. Ooh, really? Yeah. You want to go down and look at them? Sure. I do. Yeah, we should go with Dean Del Rey. Yeah, dude, I seriously, I want a motorcycle now. I was always terrified of them. Now I want one, dude. I want Dean Del Rey to get one so he can tell me how fast it is. And Dean's a big like, like he makes the sound effects. He's like, dude, I got in that car and I was fucking I was up and in... and because it doesn't make a noise, I just want to see what he's going to come up with. <laughs> dude, I got on that thing. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> it is weird how quiet it is, man. Because you yeah. go and you 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 expect to hear a little like something do you take side streets to try to avoid some traffic and no tell you, you can ride in traffic but i'm it? saying you're right out there huh yeah i just
1: ride very carefully dude i signal like crazy It's well, got this rain Joe, there's, a, sh- there's some
0: horrific potholes out there just uh, i won't ride when it's actually raining no i'm just saying after you know when it rains out here yeah, like, yeah. i don't know what happens like craters develop it's so weird what rain does out here yeah i know it's, it's it's an entirely different ball. Game. My friend Brian often says he's
1: like I, people aren't supposed to live in that state. I don't think like nature's constantly telling us like get out of here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? No, it's it is true. Um, but you know what? Here, this is. I'm glad you brought this up though because this is something I've been thinking about, and I think it's suitable for the show. I realized to sell somebody who doesn't really give a shit about. Uh, environmental stuff or whatever you want to call it one of those causes i realize the way you got to sell that to them is practicality because for years i heard about electric cars i didn't care i it never even nothing right but the second somebody was like you know you never have to stop and get gas ever again or pay money for gas i was like oh and I was like, this is how they should be selling this shit yeah. to, like, middle America. Middle Americans are working too hard to be concerned about, like, what is my exhaust doing to the fucking ozone? You need to say to them, like, you're going to save money. You're going to save money, and you don't have to ever pull into a gas station ever again. Doesn't that sound fucking
0: nice? You know? I would take the F word out of it, but I liked your pitch.
1: No, so that's fucking nice, I would say.
0: Just like Well, you're talking you, to Joe Sixpack, you, right? You speak to them in their language. You do, Joe. Exactly. You come down to their level. Exactly. So basically, Joe, it's not about the planet's needs; it's about your needs. Well, then
1: you feel good that you're also helping the planet. You know what I mean? Yeah, but as long as you help you first. Well, I think you gotta. I think you gotta kind of sell somebody a little bit on, you know, because I don't think people are convinced that
0: it's that. Joe, I I think I think you hit a bullseye here. You know, you got to make it because people are about themselves in in this this era, Joe, where the disgusting. Expression. Well, I mean, at first it was black people came up with woke and then white people ruined it, as we do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yes, as there's we some, do. There's some white woman wearing that with that written on her yoga pants right now. Um, if, uh, I've just completely lost my train of thought. You got to speak in their... Um, no, you basically, you got to like... Oh, their needs? Yeah, you got you to gotta make it people basically give a fuck about themselves like if you listen to a feminist right they're going on and on and on about change but it's all about shit that's going to affect them you'll never hear a feminist talking about sweatshop labor right right you just that that's not a passion project for them right but anything that involves a woman i mean they're they're just doing fucking cartwheels and then you got guys like you and me joe right okay you know you'll never hear us you know you know i don't know do we care about anything uh, no. I mean, it's kind of set up for <laughs> us. So,
1: <laughs> so you
0: basically, you're right, to sell people on these electric cars. I would love to, uh, I like the performance of the Tesla. I'm not, I'm not too much of a fan. I don't like the front end. I think I just have to get used to it. And what I can't stand is that giant, giant iPad. If, if they could just somehow have like a thing that you could just bring down, to cover that up, that that fucking screen is like ridiculously distracting. I don't think I know the screen. Joe, it's like the size of my refrigerator door. It feels that way when I get in it. What what bugs you about that, though? It's distracting. Okay. I, I want to be driving the fucking car not watching TV or looking at a security thing or watching the arrow of me going down the street, whatever I'm supposed to be doing well joe, look it up look up the uh i i think you literally have to get in one of those cars to understand how fucking big it is but, gonna, but i but i i am in on. the minority when it comes to that comes to that joe uh i
1: like a. Bi- I, I don't mind a big screen in the car
0: because i yeah, feel most like most
1: people like for it. uh you know for uh especially for gps purposes it's nice well joe you got a big
0: personality you need <laughs> things around you to be big I'm, I'm looking it up now tesla screen dashboard screen Jody, have you gotten more tattoos since I've seen you? No, I haven't gotten one. You gonna long get time. one of your little fiance? Are you gonna put it on your shoulder blade? No, no, no. Please no, no, don't no. put it on your neck. No. All right. In fact, I kind of gotten a little
1: shit for talking about that a lot last time. All right, let's drop it. Let's drop it. No, you it's want fine. me to
0: edit this out or no? Uh,
1: no, you don't have to. Okay, all right.
0: But you know, does people, she hate me now?
1: That's a matter of no. Time. She doesn't hate you. Not, not at all. It, she was just. She was like, dude, you know, you're kind of. You're blowing up my spot. I get it. I
0: get yeah, this. yeah. Well, Joe, why don't you stop talking about it? There, this is the Streisand Effect. Yeah. Well, you got. it. Yeah, that is a big fucking. It's huge. Well, it's it's stupid if, looking. If, it, yeah. Well, you know, like the giant iP- the the full size iPad. It's like it feels like it's one and a half of those.
1: Yeah, that's that just looks dumb. It doesn't look. It look that is distracting. That's crazy. That looks ridiculous. It looks like you have a giant iPad mounted in your yeah. car. Yeah, I wouldn't like that either. Uh, I pulled my phone out, though, to give a shout out to somebody. I got a nice message from this guy, Matt Fect, Fectu, Fectal, F E C T E, F E C T E A U. Very touching message, Bill. Uh, he just wrote to me, he's a 51 year old divorced father of two. Uh, his youngest son was born on 9 11, oddly enough, he said. Uh, and, uh, but, uh, and, and the kid is now 17. He was diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis at two years old.
0: Jesus, uh,
1: this is like a fucking country song. But he said, he said that they got to, you know, they go and they do treatments and stuff. And he was like, I got to tell you, man, uninformed makes it suck a lot less. Oh, that's great. Like, thank you. It was really touching, man. And, um, he, uh, he included a little story here where he said they were doing a treatment one day. And the guy The guy's such a nice guy He's being like I promise I'll never Write to you again I just It's like dude This is a really Joe, This beautiful, is one of the most Touching moments In uninformed, uninformed yeah, history This is a beautiful thing You're sharing You don't need to apologize But he said You know The, the kids You know they're Only 17 I guess So uh, They were on YouTube Uh, Like you know the, We are uh, Six to seven hours Deep and winding down I guess these treatments Take a while And uh, they got a Bluetooth hooked up To YouTube And uh. They're listening to the old podcasts and
0: stuff like that. Uh, oh, those ones! Those ones were heated. Yeah, and he
1: goes. The, the, we were in a private room. The door was cracked, and some some asshole walks by and hears some of one of you guys uninformed, and uh, opens the door and says, "If I had a son, I wouldn't let him listen to that. That's very offensive." And uh, that's when you know you're listening to the right shit. Yeah, and he goes, and then the guy goes, "Well, the dick wasn't a cancer patient, and he had the worst toupee I've ever seen." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and he told he apparently told the guy to get a chin strap for (laughs) for his toupee oh my god that's the level of joy
0: we get from
1: it thank you again matt from michigan yeah you got to
0: do a lot you got to do a lot to have somebody make fun of your toupee like that's you ever noticed that that's sort of an out of bounds (laughs) thing like you see somebody with a toupee, that is a whispering moment. That's up there with that is talking out of your side of your mouth. Like, dude, what the fuck is up? You see the harder? I would put
1: that up there with like your wife. You know, your wife runs around on you. Know what I mean? That's that's one of those real low blows where it's like that. You don't say that
0: thing. You, you just you just look down at the ground. But dude, that that fucking uh, a bad toupee. It, yeah, there's literally there's like there's toupee voice. You literally go into it like, dude, are you fucking. Dude, is that thing real? That's it's got to be fake. What the fuck is that?
1: What would I have to give you to 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 commit full time? Oh God, uh, twenty bucks? Just give me the <laughs> scenario. <laughs> That's it for a to to walk in public with a toupee on
0: to film it and make you laugh.
1: Yeah. Oh my God. But I mean, like you got to go on store at the at the. Uh, you gotta go on stage, stage like the store? But not you can't address it. You just like. Like, you got the situation, whatever the situation is, you've got to go into it for, like, a good 15 minutes and not uh, call attention. That's what makes it, dude.
0: If you're making fun of it, it doesn't count. You know what I mean? Oh, God. How would I do that? I, I, I couldn't keep a straight face. Like, if I ran into Rogan and he looked at me like dude, like, dude, what? I'm already laughing. Like, dude, what the fuck? And I'd just be like, dude, please don't say anything. All right? I didn't get plugs. This, these aren't plugs. I just, I grew it out and I just, I just felt I'd get more acting work. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that would be fucking hilarious. Because I it be he would laugh at me if there was other people around, but if it was one on one, I think I could freak him out. Yeah. If I could, if I could get into the right tone, like the desperation, but then he would think that I went crazy. I don't think I could get Joe. Joe's too smart. I I th- no, I think you could get him and I think he'd be real sincere like, "Really, man. Okay." Well. No, <laughs> but I, I don't, don't think, think he would. He'd make fun of it, I don't think. He would be like, "Dude, if you don't Take that thing off right now. I'm going to rip it off your fucking head. (laughs) (laughs)
1: So then the trick is that if you did this, you can't do it. You can't do it with another
0: comic. Like you can't. You'd have to put this fucking thing. People know me too well. They would know it was a joke. There's no way. (laughs) If I did it, if I did it on one of my shows, everyone would just laugh. Work that shit. What if maybe, no, I, I,
1: maybe just I could just tape you going to a coffee house or something? You know, just go up and order a coffee.
0: I think I could and, do it. so. I could get. I could do it reaction, to one of my relatives. You know? Oh no, a bad toupee in the. Uh, Would your sister buy it? If I told her, and then it'd be funny if I said, "I want you to be honest." With me, that, that does does it look bad? <laughs> can Can you notice? <laughs>
1: That's like a classic. That's like one of those, like, Jim
0: Florentine style. Remember when they used to do Meet the Creeps, him and Don Jameson? Those are the guys that can get. Because you have to, like, I don't know how those guys don't laugh.
1: Uh, it's the the shit they did on those videos. The one with Club Soda Kenny where, with Norton, where Norton's pretending to be mentally handicapped. And they're going into stores and Club Soda Kenny's just screaming at him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know how they do that. I feel like nobody knows how to react to it. The uh, Jesus Christ, dude! Those things are so. The, 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 did you ever listen to Jim's prank calls? Jim and Don, the terrorizing marketers?
0: Where? Oh yeah, no, I, yeah, no. The, the one where he acted like he had special needs, and that guy trust still thought he could make a sale. That actually really made me depressed. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. They're. I mean, they're they're social commentary, undoubtedly. The uh, the one the, dude, the one where they call Jim and he's fucking just keeps belching. He's just going, Yeah uh. <laughs> Right the phone. And finally the lady's like offended. And he's like, Oh, I'm sorry, you're offended? Like, you know, and then flips it on him because they're calling him. It's it's unfucking believable. <laughs> he could do it. He could that guy can do
0: stuff with a straight face. Like I don't even understand. No, it's 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 uh it's a skill set that I don't have. <laughs> I just start the fact that I know it's gonna happen, I'm already starting to laugh. Like I'm the worst.
1: He uh He would do this thing in the green room where he would just be talking. He would would fart silently, and he he knew it was going to (laughs) reek. And it would reek, of course. He'd smell it first and keep a straight face and just keep talking to you. Like, yeah, dude. And just sit there and wait for you to be like, what the fuck, man? (laughs) Then he (laughs) just laugh? Yeah, then he would lose it. But I'm like, dude, how do you not laugh through... Like, I can't, I, I would be laughing and giggling through the whole, you know, waiting for the other person You know person one
0: time me and were, we were somewhere in New England, I don't know, like Maine or New Hampshire or some shit, and we were standing, <laughs> we'd done some gig. I think we were in Maine. We were standing outside the hotel smoking a cigar, and they were having this fucking, like, Elvis look-alike contest. Uh-huh. So we're standing out there, and we're fucking smoking a cigar, and this guy comes walking out dressed like Elvis. No, it wasn't Elvis. I always think it's Elvis. Wolverine. He was just fat. He was a fat Wolverine. So he, I thought he was Elvis. And that's what made Verzi laugh. He's like, no, dude, he's supposed to be Wolverine. You know, because they're the mutton chops, right? <laughs> <laughs> so he fucking standing there and he's smoking a cigar, dude. And he fucking farted mid-sentence and didn't even address it and kept going. <laughs> and I remember I turned away and left Verzi to fucking look at this guy, dude. Like You know those ones that they're silent and loud? He did like yeah. a like one of those (laughs) like i was like i think this guy just shit his jumpsuit that's so funny dude and i just fucking i acted like i had an itch or something on the back of my neck and i just turned around and i you know that it's just silent crying laughing your whole body is shaking (laughs) he just was just dude he farted like he was in his fucking house
1: (laughs) (laughs) oh shit I just had a blast with Verzi, dude. We were on the Impractical Jokers cruise together.
0: I don't understand how the fuck I missed out on that. Everybody's out there drinking and carousing. shit, man. Fucking it having cigars. It was fun, man. But, we, you know, here's, wait, here's a story. He was though. hurting after that. He told me, he's like, dude, I got to get off this fucking boat. That just seemed like it was like someone was going to die on that thing. He was one of the only guys who was
1: going after it with me. Like, everybody, everybody was sober. Almost everybody was sober. Him, Steve Byrne, and Sal were the three guys I drank with. But it was like, you know, Jay doesn't really drink. Soders f- doesn't drink. Uh, Nate stopped drinking. Everybody stopped fucking drinking. Nobody was drinking. Everybody grew up, Joe. Oh, God. Hey, I want yeah. no parts of it. I know. The, I uh, don't either, and I'm 84 days in. <laughs> Congrats, dude. That's a big chip, dude. You're six days away from the big chip in the in AA.
0: Oh, is that what it 90 is? 90 days
1: is a big one, yeah.
0: 90 days, oh, yeah. Um, I the, think I'm uh, done, dude. But we're backstage. I think I'm done, Joe. Hold on a second. Let me tell you this fart thing. Joe, you're supposed to like like encourage me, and you, you like I no because I want to talk I, to you I about see it. the disappointment. Yeah, talk me back into drinking. No, no, no. I want to talk to you about it. But I,
1: but that's a hold on. Why
0: no. won't you talk to me? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Right. This is tell you fart story, Joe.
1: We're backstage waiting to go on Okerson and Soder's radio show. They're doing a live show. It Was a blast, and I'm with Sal and Bobby, <clears throat> and uh. You know, dude, we've been on a boat for 3 days eating fucking buffet food. I cut one, it's quiet. I'm not trying to be an asshole. And then I catch a fucking whiff of this thing and I'm like, "Ooh, that's that's bad. This is going to come back." That's bad, right? In the meantime, the lady backstage had given us all ginger gum cuz the boat was rocking real bad that day. And she's like, "This gum's a little snappy, but it'll make you feel better with the seasickness." So we all start chewing the gum. This shit tasted like you put fucking hot pepper in your mouth, right? Bobby starts gagging from the gum, that classic Bobby gag, and he's going. (laughs) Dude,
0: when did he start doing that? He gags. I I lived with him for four years. I never heard him gag. I heard him gag all the fucking time, but I don't know. Except the smell behind Voss's ear one time. Voss would take his (laughs) finger behind his ear. And then sticking under Bobby's nose, and he'd be like, "What? What?" Yeah, he was gagging
1: like that. And Sal, Sal's chewing the gum, and he's coughing on the gum. And then he smells the fart, and he's like, "Jesus Christ!" And he's chewing the gum. He looks like he looks like he was going to start crying. And he's got his mouth open with the gum, and he's just disgusted by both things. And He goes,
0: "It's like shit gum. <laughs> <laughs> it's like shit gum." glad i missed this thing oh dude it was a blast i'm taking this year off and then i think uh i'm getting booze out of my house my collection's gonna go away i'll gradually just sort of give it to people as they come over and all right well, why don't you start today bill absolutely if you want something (laughs) take it get it off my hands and i'm just gonna i think uh i wish i had the ability to do this which i don't think i do like when I come off, like I'm either on or off. If I'm on the wagon, then I'm just I'm just not fucking drinking, and I I'm I'm fine. But right. when I go back, then then it's like I go on a run the other way. Eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve years of it before I take another break. Did you? So when was your last break? How old were you? Oh, uh, in 2017, I didn't drink from August to the end of this of December, and then I this past year I didn't drink April into May. I didn't drink July and August, and then I knocked off November, December. But when was your
1: last you know, real break? You know what I mean?
0: So Those are real breaks. I would go like 50, 120,
1: 120 days okay. whatever. But within, how old were you when you took that year off? Didn't you take a year off at one? Yeah, 2010
0: to 2011. How old were you then? 42 to 43. Okay. so I got October to October. All right. I got a few more months left before
1: I got to take that, that big break that's
0: kind of yeah um, what's um, funny was i never really drank to the level that i did like because when i started patrice was sober bobby was sober dane was sober it just everybody was like sober so i wasn't gonna be the only one drinking so i just didn't drink and then like around 2003 i met you and you know there was uh other guys that were drinking i don't name other fucking people those were the
1: good days i'll, I'll name them nobody's gonna care those were the days. That was the heyday. That was the Dove David Offs, the Steve Bird. I mean, that was a, that was a beautiful fucking yeah, time. Yeah, it was a good
0: time. We were young. Sherrod. Our young, our
1: that was it. Our I was... livers woke up before we did.
0: Yeah. That it was, was a good It hang was, back it was fun. Yeah. It was fun. and um, But I never had it in the house. And I think that's where I made my mistake. That's where it started to become a problem Where I felt like I'm doing this too much, even though I knew I could stop, it was just like uh, it was like when I got my humidor. Then I had cigars around, and all of a sudden I was just smoking cigars for no fucking reason, just because I had it there. So I had to learn to be like, all right, you know, I, you know, my humidor is way the fuck away, you know. So I just break it open when people come. Like the last time I smoked a cigar was uh, the Super Bowl, right. Right. And I won't smoke one for the rest of the fucking month. And like maybe after I do my special, I'll, I'll smoke one then. So and then I would like to do the same thing with booze, like, you know, get fucked up on my birthday and then chill until Fourth of July and then Labor Day or something like that. I would like to do it like that rather than going on, you know, me too. yeah yeah because i still because i still really enjoy it but it's like one of those things where uh i equate it to like eating mcdonald's like i never crave mcdonald's but then if i'm in a pinch and i fucking have to eat it i eat the shit and then for like the next three days i'm craving it just because that i got that grease coursing through my veins like get some more man you know you
1: want it yeah no, i hear you i got a friend's birthday i didn't drink all week and then i got a friend's birthday tonight and i'm gonna drink for that um but I might take a break after that for a little while. Maybe till, like, my birthday or something. But this is the problem, dude. I say this. Mm-hmm. I get six days in, and I'm like, I'm bored. You know, I don't have a family, you know? <laughs>
0: I'm bored shitless. You got to get, get, like, a fucking hobby or something. You got to have something at night. Because it's just, it's not during the day, I don't give a shit. It's at night. At night is when everybody fucks up. If you're a food person... You know, you're going for the ice cream and the cookies and shit. If you're a fucking smoker, you grab a cigar. If you're a drinker, you do that. If you fucking, I don't know. I don't know how drugs work.
1: This is the last thing. I guess they're all drugs. This is why it's tough for me. And this is the last thing I'll say about it, honey. Forgive me. My special lady doesn't live in L.A. I won't say where she lives, but primarily she doesn't live here. She's got a house elsewhere and she dips in here when she has to and then skates. So some of the times, a lot of the times she's not here, half the time. So it's not like I can just hang with my lady at night whenever I feel like it or whatever. You know, I got to FaceTime,
0: FaceTime till you go to sleep.
1: I just so. So I'm sitting home alone and I'm like, fuck,
0: I want to fucking I want to go out. I want to go do something. I want to be social. And it's got to be honest with you, Joe. Is there anything better than being home alone and drinking alone? I mean, it's, it's pretty great. It's fucking like the, whoever the fuck said, if you're drinking alone, you have a problem. You know, I don't, I don't know what I don't prefer it, though, to the bar.
1: I'm not a big home alone. I'm not a big drink alone guy. Uh, I, I, I get it. the itch to go out and have a few laughs with people. And I'm like, how do you do that without having a drink?
0: You know, I guess. Uh, if Joe, I, are you familiar you know? with sock puppets? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't want to tell you, but I mean, I'm I, you know, I'm an old dad, so I got to make sure I take care of myself. I got to be around till I make sure my kid was all right. So, what
1: do you do when you drink alone? Uh, like, I what's d- your activity?
0: I put on me TV and I watch old episodes of like The Fugitive, Peter Gunn. Like, Joe, I've really like just sort of mentally left the time that I'm in. If that's <laughs> <laughs> no, I was saying on my podcast how you know I met my my niece for the first time and my mom was there and you know, so we couldn't have the TV on cause it was a small place and the would wake the kid up and there was a deck of cards there. And I just, pl- I just played cards with my mom, played gin rummy and crazy eights or dirty eights as my family calls them. And I just had the best First of all, when I got there, I was like walking around pacing like a fucking lion because of being on the road, having to do a show, go over here, do the radio, right. do your podcast. And it fucks me up, you know? And that's why a cigar, I sit down, there's a whole ritual to lighting it, it fucking relaxes me or whatever having a drink does. But I noticed with the cards, I sat down and shuffling the cards and having something to do with my hand. I just totally fucking chilled out. You know, it was a lot like smoking a cigar with somebody, the conversation, talking about stuff, and then like laughing because, you know, somebody's winning, somebody's losing or whatever. It was the best fucking time. So, um, But how does that relate to you left your time, whatever you just said? And I was going back to you talking about, uh, I'm at night. I don't know what to fucking do with myself. And I was saying, you gotta, you gotta get something like that. Right. You know, I have an extensive
1: video game collection. I mean, I'll play video games every night and, you know, get some work done and whatever. Oh, Joe,
0: I follow you on the Instagram there. Yeah. But you get, you get, you
1: have moments when, here's my point, when you don't live with your family you have moments where you're just like, dude, I need to go interact with people right
0: now. Well when you get fucking hitched there, lover boy, you'll you'll be fine. You guys will have you'll have your shows. Yeah, I guess I hope so. That hasn't been happening with me and Nia lately. What? Well she finally got a show that I've been enjoying, that, that the marvelous Mrs. Mabel. Is that what it is? <laughs> yeah, yeah, is I think it, so. Is that what it's called? I, or Mabel. Mabel? I was Mabel?
1: I don't know. I know what you're talking Mavis? about. Mavis? Yeah. Avis rental car? Yeah. Marvelous.
0: Marvelous. Miss Marvelous. The Marvelous. Cap- Captain Marvel. Marvel it's Comics. Called. Yeah, yeah. Incredibles. <laughs> yeah. It's live action. Kevin Pollock is in. I love Kevin Pollock. Kevin Pollock loves Kevin Pollock. <laughs> we all love Kevin Pollock. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he hears this. Um, what was I going to say? The, yeah, I, I started... You know, it's one of those shows you can jump in on the. You know, she was watching the last episode of the first one. It's like, I get it. All right. She's a comedian. She's trying to get out there. You know? Yeah. And this guy was doing a really good impression, I thought, of Lenny Bruce. R- who was it? I don't know who the actor was, but he was. Th- I-, I have some Lenny Bruce albums I listen to, and there's sort of that beak, nick, jazzy, hey, man. Yeah, yeah, of, yeah. Kind, yeah, of, yeah, kind yeah. of the way yeah. he
1: talked. Yeah. I know what you people are thinking. Yeah, yeah. he's. It's very Tom. It sounds like Tom Rhodes almost. They got like a similar, like when Tom's on stage, yeah, similar, like that cool, you know, the, uh, did you know, did, by the way, did you know that Norton is playing Don Rickles in that Scorsese movie, the Irish? Oh my God. I can't wait. (laughs) I, I cannot fucking wait. It's fucking perfect casting. Like some, Sebastian was on Rogan and he was talking about it and Rogan was like, that's perfect casting. And then they pulled up a picture of Norton and Rickles together. They have the same face. Yeah. It's fucking like the smile, everything. It's crazy. What about uh who's who's uh Sebastian playing? Uh he said and I can't remember, but he's playing a not a comic, he's playing a like one of the guys, like a gangster guy. Oh, okay. I, th- I okay. think I think that's what it was. Uh, I can't wait for that movie. I can't wait either, dude. Talk about Jesus Christ. Suba- like you want to talk about a dream coming true for a guy. I mean, he's as Italian, you know, as it gets. It's like oh, he yeah. must have grown up on that shit. Absolutely. He's in the fucking dude, movie. Dude, everybody did.
0: You know? I, you know, something that sucks is how the mob is now, like, you know, online and doing credit card scams. It's just not another good fucking, like, good fella's story to tell. I miss mob movies, but they kind of, like, I don't know. This is like the uh, the millennial mobsters. <laughs> yeah, I know. It sucks, dude. It's not as exciting. They nah. don't have, like, the cool cars don't exist anymore. And I mean, there the, are some, but, like, it's just don't you don't have the flashy gangster cars anymore.
1: Only And only a few guys can tell that 70s story the right way, where it doesn't come off as corny. You know what I mean? What's that? Scorsese, you know what I mean? Like, Scorsese is a guy that can make a movie about the 70s, and it'll be awesome.
0: Oh, and it doesn't look like that 70s show. Yeah, but
1: there's, you know, that's why they always make those gangster movies in the 70s, and then, but a lot of them are like, you know, they don't know how to do
0: it. And it looks like they went to a thrift store and bought. Well, you, you know. know what? You know what it is, is because nobody thought the way they were dressing back then was funny. And then also everybody didn't dress that way. Right. So there, there's a gritty 70s and then there's that 70s that they, they show that is completely exaggerated because I remember the 70s and people were not walking around. You know, with those fucking platform shoes and, and you know, goldfish in their heels and, and collars out there. There was some people doing that. It's like right now, like whatever the, the fucking look is. You know, everybody has that Conor McGregor look. They have like the uh, the big bushy beard. Yeah. But then it's the clean cut, like sort of Hitler Youth fade <laughs> into the – the, the, the to everybody, yeah. that's sort of the look now. Uh, but it's not everybody has that look. But that is like if, if you're, uh, you know – yeah. Um, sort of on the whatever. I'm, I, I I'm, I'm with right. the cool kids. Like, that's what you look like. But most people, you know, they, they don't look that way. Right. And then there's older fucking people that are dressing. I mean, look at me. I got a fucking Boston Bruins hoodie on in this time when people walking around like that. Now, 20 years from now, when fucking Hollywood goes to make the movie, like, everybody's going to basically have that look. So that's why I think those movies end up looking fucked up. It's kind of like when you go to Vegas. And people will have like leisure suits and shit. People like dress up like a like a guy from the seventies, right. and then grow a stupid mustache to be like, "Hey, I'm in Vegas." And it's just like you're supposed to be you're supposed to be you out here, dude. Those so fucking, so, so this era. That's the weirdest this fucking mustache thing. Mustache
1: shit is getting a little.
0: But that's the weirdest thing about hipsters is is they they're they don't know how to exist in this time. Their whole fucking thing is about going back and picking an era and then dressing like it and and i don't doing it i don't know the mustache doing thing is to like is, the is getting to me is getting to me i love a mustache no i, 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 I don't legi- listen a, don't, a legit
1: no, somebody who can wear it a real mustache a regular mustache i'm talking about the waxing like these guys like waxing up their thing Isn't like that over like nice noodles or whatever the fuck his name is who tied the women to the tracks in the cartoons
0: with oh, the I top know. hat and, wait size Stoodle, that's a star wars character Oh yeah, the, the farm the farmer's market fucking mustache. And you got your little fucking hemp bag. Well,
1: dude, that that horrific tragedy just happened in uh that shooting just happened. And uh Jesus, Joe, that was a left turn. Well but but one of the cops getting up to address like the cops that had been killed and all this stuff. And he's a guy in his fifties, but he's got the fucking wax
0: mustache like curl like I'm like, dude But he's probably always had that. It's it's yeah. like that uh Mark Furman's father. Not Mark Furman. Firm was the cop. Who was the who's who's the other guy who got killed by O.J.? I don't know. The fuck was his name? I don't know.
1: My point is, is it's a it's very distracting to me. And I'm like, you know, I'm trying to listen to you talk about this horrific thing that happened, and I'm I i can not stop looking at your waxed up mustache, you know?
0: Yeah, I mean it's uh, I probably would have had somebody else hit the podium. So it's it's you know it's not who I would you wouldn't pick that guy. That's it's a little distracting. I it's, feel like you got to be you got to be like in a barbershop quartet. Well there is something to or a relief there picture. is a cert, there are
1: certain I guess what I'm getting at is there are certain style choices that seem to not be applicable when tragedy strikes. You know what I mean? That's hilarious.
0: Uh, All right, <laughs> the wax mustache. The
1: wax mustache, the fucking what are those little fedoras the the that guys doo-doo. wear now? you know. Those fucking. Reviews. Isn't that over?
0: I feel like that's, that is that's over, like but I'm Justin saying... Timberlake, uh, Crazy, Sexy, Cool, whatever that yeah, fucking album I'm was. I'm saying you don't wear that to the sexy funeral. Shit. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah, no. Hawaiian shirt. <laughs> you know, like no, but if you're like Joe Bartnick, like Joe Bartnick can wear a Hawaiian shirt. Not to a tragedy. Oh, not to a tragedy. That's I, yeah, sure, yeah, we're talking tragedy. It's a faux pas. <laughs> you know, there's just certain things, you know. Yeah. You can- <laughs> I know what you're saying. Yeah, the, the wax mustache is probably... Is these fucking levels too high? God damn it. Hello. I don't hello. think there so. All right. Well, it never sounds bad in my ears, and all of a sudden I'm looking and the fucking is shooting up uh, to the boo. arms. Why don't you does it, it sound good up your ass, Bill? Oh, speaking of that, Joe. Speaking about up your ass, there's another thing though. the uh, the the thong peeking out of the back of your jeans—that's another one you can't have at a funeral. Yeah, dude, it's not a good tragedy look. You know, anything showing belly—you know, you know what I
1: mean? Anything oh. that shows belly of any kind—you know, there's just certain things. Yeah, it's ladies, like, don't,
0: don't put put your midriff away at the at the wake.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, you know the. Uh, <laughs> Did you ever hear that uh did you ever hear that Steve Harvey everything
0: about going to his his, his like
1: country ass cousins nephew's uh wedding? No. It's one of the funniest fucking things ever. Where he just he tells the whole thing about how oh, he's like I don't want to go to he like, I don't want to like, don't wanna go to this country ass wedding. It ain't going to be right. <laughs> you know. <laughs> they don't got the money to make it right. Uh and uh his wife makes him go and he's like so we're at the wedding and he this my favorite part is he goes he goes so we at the wedding The bride comes dancing down in a white spandex with a belly showing. (laughs) And he goes, my wife goes, can you believe she's wearing that? And I go, shut the fuck up. You want to come to this shit? Now you shut the fuck up. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know he cursed in his act. Yeah, he curses. He did that one special where it was like, I'm going to do a clean one. Like for the sake of doing a clean one, but he. Did curses. you see
0: recently when he, him, and Monique were going back and forth on a conversation that sh- clearly should have been on the phone? Yeah, that was uncomfortable. Yeah, that got uncomfortable. I was like, "What? This is a, this is a <laughs> private conversation. <laughs> we black out here." I'm like, "I shouldn't be hearing this." <laughs> In,
1: it, in it, oh, especially what is, what is, especially at a talk show where the audience is nothing but middle-aged white women. Oh, God. The
0: whole audience is just white women being like, "Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I I I didn't. Yeah, that was uh I don't understand like what what is Monique doing? Uh I I didn't know who I didn't know who I didn't was right but
1: they were they were both getting shit. Like some people were giving Kim shit. They were saying he was like fucking kissing up and 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 playing it safe and and condescending to her Then other people were saying she was out of line i i didn't i only just saw that that was just one of
0: those things you ever just see shit and i'm like every one time i saw like two people on twitter two female comics were were discussing how sick they were of people asking them about the me too movement and i wanted to write like did you guys ever consider texting Exchanging phone numbers with one another. Why, Ooh, I know. Why, I know why, exactly who you're talking about. Oh, dude. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I don't dislike either one of them. I'm just yeah. saying, like, if if I just know if I was sick of somebody asking me about something, I would text it to you, Joe, rather than reaching out through Twitter. We live in a sick
1: time, dude. It's a sick. And that's not a shot at those two women. That's not a shot at Monique or Steve Harvey. It's just. It's just. It's. It's. We live. Our brains have been polluted into thinking we need to have everything we do rated, and you don't. You can you're still allowed to say I'm private. Like you don't have to put your life on fucking blast,
0: and you are still allowed to tell somebody to go fuck themselves. Yeah, I think uh, yeah, I, I would like to go back to a time when you didn't bring up politics or religion. He came I, over. People, I was talking to. I was working with Lawhead last night, right? Jason Lawhead, how's he doing, man? I haven't seen him in a minute. He's, doing good, fuck, he's good. crushing it. Good, good. He's been doing like all this sports radio stuff down in uh, San Diego. Yeah. Oh, that's great. So um, it's right up his alley. Jesus Christ, oh, yeah. man. Oh yeah, no, he can talk it with the best of them. That's great. So he was telling me how, like, back in the like, how his parents belonged to like bridge clubs, and they would get dressed up. They'd put the kids to bed, and be like, "Don't come downstairs, okay?" And they and they would have bridge night, and they would start. They had a little mini bar come over you make some people some drinks and mm-hmm. then everybody sat down and they fucking play bridge which is a great game for your brain and uh and everybody laughed and just had a good time and they you know it's like hey cute kids stay upstairs we you know we're hosting bridge night tonight yeah yeah like, Yeah, i remember that yeah but people back then i guess because it wasn't the internet that was social media or whatever you had to kind of make your own fun and that just seems like cool to me like you come over, if people get dressed up like everybody, everything's like dressed down, fucking Fridays now. Everybody just showing up in sweatpants. We're, we're mm. fucking. We lost a lot of class. Somewhere well, dude, they along were the doing line. Joe. What I'm trying to say is, we need to make America great again <laughs> through everybody playing cards again. <laughs> they were doing exactly what you're talking about
1: doing, and what I try to do uh, with liquor. That was the thing. It was like you didn't drink during the week. You tended to your business. You went to work. You, you fed your family. You ate dinner with the kids and, and helped with the homework. All that bullshit. And then Friday night was the was time was mom and dad time. And you gussy it up a little bit and you yeah. go over to date night at the neighbor's house. And all the kids would go upstairs and you guys would get to tie a fucking load on. It was, I was talking to my buddy about that the other day. I go, What are you doing this weekend? He goes, ah, Sunday drinking. And I go, what are you doing? He goes, you know, my buddy lives up the street with his family. We're gonna walk our kids up there. And I go, what's the event? A picnic or something? He
0: goes, No, we're just we're just going up to have some drink. I was like, that's old school, man. So wait. So but how do you get your kids home then? He's not they're not gonna get shit faced, but he's like, We're gonna go have a few drinks. See, on that's Sunday. where you lose me. What do you mean? I don't know how to do that. Uh Well, listen, like I got, like, I'm not I, saying I do, by the I way, fig- but I, I'm saying... I what figured he- myself out as far as, like, for I was like, am I an alcoholic? And, like, all you have to do is go to one AA meeting and just listen to those fucking yeah, animals. Yeah. You're just like, these guys are just on another level. Brian, Brian Rocco Stowe had the greatest <laughs> joke
1: about it. My buddy Rocco Stowe, uh, he had the fucking greatest joke about it. Years ago, when we were in Philly. He was... He was talking about, like, trying to get sober and going to these meetings. And he's like, he's like, Jesus Christ, dude. And he's like, I'm sitting in the meeting. This guy next to me is like, I drove a car to a house. <laughs> I yeah. killed somebody by accident. And he's like, all I did was bang a couple fat chicks, man. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's how I felt when I, I, uh, when I was, uh, the court required me to go to a couple of fucking meetings. Is I just remembered. Uh, what do you need? Something to drink? I was just looking for water. Go ahead. Uh, though. You know, I, just... I got a I got a cream soda in there if you'd like it. Yeah, I bet you do, Bill. Huh? <laughs> it's it's a delicious. I hate cream soda. But you hate you. cream soda? Yeah, I never liked it. You fucking. You know what? You're a fucking soda racist. I don't. I don't like. I don't. I like soda to taste
1: not dessert. Dessert like. I like. Do you it like? It to I got an fresh? orange
0: Fanta in there. You like
1: that? Uh, maybe. I was just seeing if you had water. in there. I'm fine. I would, I'm not like dying. Thank
0: you though. If you'd like some water, Joe, I can very easily hit pause. I can go in the kitchen and get you some water.
1: I'd rather you finish t- talking because I'm interested in what you're saying. Oh,
0: uh, yeah, I just like... I was trying to do a smooth move of just checking to see if you had water. You- Joe, you're one of the smoothest. You're, you're, you're the, <laughs> the f- frettest stare of social graces. But that, that's
1: what they did on those, at those bridge games. Nobody was getting fucking hammered. They got, like, yeah. fun drunk. Like, dude, last yeah. night my uh, and you got in your fucking Desoto
0: and you drove home.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. It was a better time. It was an easier time. The uh, the uh, my buddy Pat came over last night so we could do our movie podcast, and we had we did commentary to Lo- to the Lost Boys, so it was like a ninety minute episode. And over the ninety minutes, I had three beers and three pops. I had a pop of vodka with each one, and then he took off, and that was it. I felt. You know, I, f- I felt tipsy. Like, I didn't feel shit faced, but I, you know. And I and I went to bed. And I was like, you know, and I had that moment. Trust me, dude, I know it. I had that moment of like. Hey, yeah, look, like, I'll have three more and three more little shorties. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Are we no, going we're out? We're, what are we're we're we doing? Batman and Robin here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Go bango, right? Little Abbott and Costello over there. Oh. Uh, but he was like, I got to take off. He took off. And I was like, just took a breath. And I was like, yeah, I'll get a slice of pizza and go to. F- Go to bed, like, and that was kind of that, you know, like. So, you you have the ability to do that. I'm not. Tr- I'm not saying so. Drink. I'm just saying, like, in that moment, because I thought I don't have that ability either. You do. It's just when the good times are rolling, it's very hard to say no.
0: Yeah, I wanted to keep going. I guess. Yeah, I guess if everybody left, I would still pour myself another strong one. Uh, the the good night, Gracie, is what I call it. See, at that point, I. <laughs> Say goodnight, Gracie. <laughs> <laughs> then I take it upstairs. That's a great. I just made that up.
1: That's great, dude. If you if you ever own a bar, you got to have a drink called the Good Night, Gracie. That's like that's basically like the Long Island Iced Tea. You oh, know yeah. what I
0: mean? Yeah, yeah.
1: What's that drink? That blue drink that's called like you know? I never kiss that your shit. fucking ass goodbye. Because
0: I always a fuzzy navel finger, of pussy. Everybody no, just wanted to sex it. on the beach. No, there's a blue drink though called. There's a
1: blue drink called. It's initials and it stands for like. See you fucking
0: later. It's something like that, oh, okay. and it's
1: just because it's apparently if you drink like one of these things, you're fucking
0: down. You're,
1: you're just down. See
0: now, I just look at that as a challenge. Like, can I can I drink two of them? Wow, what, what does, that, uh, drink, does that Does that drink still fucking exist? The blue one, sex on the beach. Yeah, that it's was, a real drink. That was such a fucking 80s. It's such a fucking 80s. Yeah, that, like.
1: that's one of the classics, though. Tequila sunrise, you know, fucking Long Island iced tea. Those are those are sort Wait, of
0: staples. Do you know what's funny? I don't know what's in any of those. I just had to look that one up. Sex. Joe, have you ever ordered one of those?
1: No, I couldn't tell you what's
0: in it. I just know that Do you remember it's, that time like you ordered the, the white Russian and my buddy stopped talking to you? Yeah, I tell that story to this day. It's <laughs> like, I'm like, they're not joking around in Boston, man. Jesus Christ. It's one of the greatest thing ever. You're like, hey, what's wrong with your buddy, man? He, just, he was talking to me, and everything was fine, and then he just stopped talking to me. I was like, I don't know, maybe he's going through some shit. And then he came up to me, the same guy came up to me, and he goes, dude, what's up with your boy? I go, what's the matter? He's like, dude, he fucking hanging out talking to him. I asked him if he wanted a drink. He ordered a fucking white Russian. It's like, I'm all fucking set on this kid. Yeah, like, That was it.
1: He was, you know why I got a white Russian? Because the night before, we were out with that, that boxer that they made the movie about. That uh, Miles Vinny? Teller, Vinny, Vinny Pass. Vinny Pass yeah. yeah. We were out with him, and
0: we went to that same bar. I lost touch with him, man. I miss that
1: guy. We went, went to that, that same on. bar
0: and got fucking sideways in there, man. I remember that night. Because remember yeah, Vinny? dude, I woke up the next day. I, there was a fucking a leaf from a tree in my toilet. Yeah. And I we were in the city. And I, and I, was, I walked on concrete home. I didn't know how that fucking happened. I was so fucking sick the next day.
1: That all I could, I was like, I got to get one, something with milk down first to settle my stomach so then I can start drinking. And that guy judged my entire character on it. But I remember, two things I remember about that trip. Vinny Paz was breaking my balls in the green room. He kept, like, doing that fake, like, I'm going to punch you thing. <laughs> do you remember that? Yeah. He kept doing the fake, like, ah, you motherfucker, right? Oh, yeah. like, But he was joking. But but we were both like, Vinny, don't, don't do that. That's, that's not funny, you know? And then uh, <laughs> we were going to the bar, and we were going to the bar. You go, Vinny, that's this guy's ring. <laughs> you said that about me to Vinny Pass. Oh, yeah, so yeah. So we went in, and I had something to prove. I was like, I got to show this guy I could fucking hang. So we fucking hammered drinks, and then we were walking home. And I Oh, thought,
0: that's right. I said, Vinny, in order to go in there, this, this, this is his squared circle.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and I remember we were walking home. Dude, I want a panel on a fucking late night show one day just so I could tell the story about you. Like, like. Oh, you were walking home. Remember that angry Boston kid yelling at the homeless yeah, people?
0: Yeah. Wake up! Get a fucking job!
1: Yeah, yeah. This is the story I want How to tell. How angry was that kid? Yeah. He was calling the one guy Santa Claus and all that shit. And then I had a shoulder bag on because I had my, like, computer in it. It oh, was like Jesus. a shoulder strap bag. I think the kid goes, You f- nice fucking purse. Right? He starts screaming at me. Oh, yeah. And I'm getting furious. And then he walks away. You got furious? I wanted no part of that
0: guy. And well, whatever didn't whatever, say whatever it, his I, dad I, did to him.
1: I, exactly. That's why I was furious. I was like, I
0: can't, I got to just let this go. This and guy's and I remember every, every, we were behind him. And I kept thinking, we were going to we go to the right. Please go to the left. Please. Every fucking he would go to the right. Yeah. He just, it's it like, is this fucking guy staying at my hotel? But,
1: but this is the story I want to tell the the guy that we're sitting there going, just what a what a jerk and all this stuff. It was he such says a classic Boston. His girlfriend's trying to calm him yeah. down. He says the thing to me, nice purse, and then walks away, and I'm furious, and I turn to you, and I go, can you believe that guy? Can you believe he said that to me? And you go, well, oh, Joe, you're wearing a purse. <laughs> 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 that is such a good panel story. I got, if I didn't interrupt it, I'm sorry. No, that's such a good fucking paddle story. Like I dream, I dream about going on Conan and paddling and being like Bill Berg, it's a dear friend. You have him on here all the time. I got a story.
0: <laughs> <laughs> ah, it's a good story.
1: <laughs> God damn it.
0: I don't even. I just remember that kid, and I was just like, you know, I, I was in my 40s, and he was fucking what, 22, 23, big fucking, angry. I've never seen dude, I was just like, Jesus Christ, I do not miss running into this guy.
1: That corridor by the Wilbur of bars
0: that stretch uh, of bars.
1: I have never seen anything like that in my life. And I've spent plenty of drunken nights in Philly and I've seen plenty of Philly guys get out of control and shit. I've never fucking seen anything and like I that you, in my the, life. When that when those bars
0: let out, that there there is testosterone like I've never seen. Yeah, and that's way better than when I used to go there in the 80s and 90s, and the 80s and 90s were way better than the 70s from what I heard in the 60s. Like it was just like it's a whole and I I never really noticed cuz I grew up there. You have to leave. I think now though because of the cell phone cameras and shit and people get caught doing stuff that I think it's kind of, uh, you know, it's it's not as bad, which is a good thing with for the technology that people like that were, um, you know, because people really got fucking hurt back in the day. Just I can't even imagine. Yeah, no, no, dude, it was like, yeah, it was like it's like nauseating shit. Like he's he's down on the ground, like fucking booting him in the head. He's like, what? Are, what are you doing? What am right. And that's why I, I swear to God, past a certain age, I was like all set. On fighting, where I was just like, uh, yeah, I don't have that in me to do that to somebody, and I certainly don't want that done to me. So, uh, Joe, I went with the jokes. Was that like Whitey Bulger territory at one point? No, like real tough guy stuff. That area, no. Whitey Bulger, was, as far as I know, was in South Boston. I don't know, but I don't know how that whole thing, like his stretch of power, how that went. But um, when I started coming around to the bars, it was towards the end when he was going on the run, he won the lottery. That was the funniest fucking thing ever. His brother was in politics. Billy Bulger won the lottery. Yeah. Billy, Billy Bulger was in politics and he, yeah. And then he won the lottery. It was fucking hilarious. It was fucking hilarious, dude. Holy shit. No, there, there is more, more goddamn stories in that city from back then. I don't know what it's like now. Um, but I, I think a lot of that knucklehead shit is uh, has kind of been shamed away out of the city. I don't, or, or, and then also, like, just you know, it's just cities. They were like, cities were like falling apart when I was growing up mm. 70s and 80s. Like, yeah. they, you know, all the industries were leaving, and, you know, like the shit that happened in Pittsburgh, the Rust Belt, all of that just sort of, as right when I was born, all of that shit was going south. So you had all of these, you know, and then yeah, you had, you had race riots and, and entire blocks burned down from leftover from the '60s, and Martin Luther King getting assassinated. And there's all just it was a real different time. And now everything is just like Forever 21 and Bed Bath and Beyond. Yeah, yeah. And uh, is this a safe space? And you're triggering me. It's it's just a different vibe. It's it's uh, yeah yeah bit of an overcorrection but uh i think it is better than it was it's definitely better than it was it was it was not a good place to be uh really for anybody forget about if you were um if you were the soft sensitive type it just was not it wasn't a good i would have had a hell of a time bill you would have survived no you would have seen me it's like you couldn't like walk down the street but it was just like yeah something would have (laughs) happened You leave your house enough times like, you know, yeah, that was that was the. uh, Hey, Joe, that's the way it was. And I'm I'm glad I missed most of it. I'm glad I grew. I always say I grew up in the safe suburbs. I would go in and visit that shit and then leave, you know, because we would go in there and the, the parts of the city were so fucked up that serving me and my 12 year old looking face was the least of their fucking. Problem. I went to this. We used to go to this bar in uh Chelsea called Bow Hills. Way back in the day, you know, the only reason why I'm saying this because the place doesn't exist anymore, and like the level of blow that was being done <laughs> there, right? So to give me a vodka Collins or whatever I ordered because that's the only drink I knew the name of. I remember like they they would all my buddies were shaving, so they looked fine, and I had a fucking baby face and um so i would sit at the table and they would all go up and order And then they finally told me go up and order go up and order and i went up and i ordered drinks uh can i get a block of cones blah blah, blah. and the guy looked at me and he said that's what he said to me he goes you look you look like you're about 12 years old <laughs> and i just stood there like <laughs> and he still gave it to me holy shit really how old were you actually I was twenty. That's funny. My bu- my buddies were like nineteen, but they they you know he, they they all knew we were underage. But I do remember one time I went into that bathroom, and there was there was like a, a stand up toilet, mm-hmm. and a fucking and a little stall or something. And there was two guys in the stall, and I didn't really realize it, and I was, and I'd already started pissing, and they were doing blow, and they mm-hmm. were fucking just gacked out of their minds. And I kind of glanced over, and this guy was just like, you know, this fucking Mickey Featherstone-looking guy. I was like, what the fuck are you looking at? And I'm already pissing. He said that to you? Yeah, and I'm already pissing. And I'm just fucking willing this piss to get out of me as fast as humanly possible as I'm staring straight ahead, praying to God this guy isn't going to fuck I mean, this guy could have fucked me up anyways. Forget about it. I'm standing with my dick out.
1: Jesus Christ. Yeah,
0: so there was a lot of, like... Sort of close calls. Dude, that was such a fucked up bar. I remember walking out. And there was this guy who looked like fucking Rob Halford. Just fucking just fucking coked out of his mind. That's frightening. And he was talking to me about riding his motorcycle because I was shit-faced. I was like, ah, it's a nice motorcycle. And he kept telling this fucking story. He couldn't get past this thing where he was saying, I was going around the apex. I'm going around the apex. And he just kept starting the story over going around the apex and my buddy was behind me and he kept whispering here he's going around the apex he's going around the apex and now i'm fucking laughing dude he looked uh, like yeah. you know you know like those ripped scary gay guys that's mm-hmm. what the fuck he looked like this guy looked like uh like did you fight for the nazis and then were you joined judas priest for a few weeks and then you bought a motorcycle and then yeah. did two eight balls and started talking to me like he was a fucking um that 's intense, dude, yeah, and that That's was like, intense, yeah, and we were fucking idiot suburb kids who thought it was funny to go down there and and hang out with these desperate goddamn people because we could go in there and get served and uh, yeah, it was stupid, it was how, really stupid. How long of a trip was the bar oh dude i I ran the fucking toll on the mystic Tobin bridge. I was driving up fucking shit faced and my buddy convinced me because the big joke was that. The Mystic Tobin Bridge, when they built it, that there was only going to have a toll on it until they paid for it. And then what happened was they paid the fucking thing off, and you know, you know how once once the tax is in place or whatever, they're not going to reverse it. So this guy was in my head talking, dude, they fucking paid for this bridge, right? You're a tax base. You're, you're fucking right, dude. And I just fucking it was one of those ones where it didn't have the thing. It just it just had the the light. Yeah. So I just fucking went through it. And the second I went through it, I immediately, immediately sobered up. Like, what the fuck did I just do? And I, I remember my legs went numb. I was thinking like, oh, my God, there's always a cop sitting there. Oh, always shit. a fucking cop. And for whatever reason, there wasn't that night. And, uh, and I ended up Jesus you know, Christ! All. No, dude, no. We were. We were uh,
1: how did you find the bar if it was so far away? Like, how did you find this place you knew you
0: could get served? Uh, a buddy of mine worked in the city. He worked in the city uh, at, a, at a lunch a deli or some shit like that. So he went in there and then he met all these city kids and they're like, yeah, hey, you should come out and party with us. And then. We fell in with them. And uh, yeah, it was like fucking, you know what I mean? It was like just next They They were all the city kids were always like fucking seven years ahead of you as far as doing delinquent shit yeah yeah totally. so you you went down there you just hitting the fast forward button to like what the fuck is this and like i didn't know how to talk to women or anything like that so i like doing this crazy sh- what i thought was crazy shit so i would have something to talk about loudly next to women that i liked hoping they'd be like well this guy's interesting <laughs> that that was the lack of game that i had like that's why i would do that shit it was fucking stupid wow meanwhile in my head I was like, you know, not getting through college and all this shit, and I just was—I was a fucking loser, and I just, you know, it was—it was—it was not a—it uh, was—it was cute until I was twenty-one. Then all of a sudden, you're twenty-one, and it's just like, all right, it's not illegal anymore. What the fuck am yeah. I doing? Yeah, twenty-two, twenty-three, twenty-four. Fuck, fuck, fuck. Right? Yeah, yeah. Right right that now. shit? Jesus, Joe, I feel like I'm fucking. This is this is
1: your life. Uh, it's great. It's great down old memory memory lane there, Bill.
0: Yeah, but we had you know we had a lot of fun. We did a lot of dumb shit um oh well, yeah i mean so there you go joe i don't I just, that was perfect i ended right in the hour there joe oh shit all right i don't, I don't want the purpose what was well, i guess we're talking about booze and we talk about it a lot joe
1: well we did an episode last month about booze this i guess was another one about booze right but uh, maybe next episode
0: will be not about booze we'll talk but about I, blow i can't <laughs> i'm gonna get I, I, that I, 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 I never did it all right well uh, give me a fucking cream soda I'll get you a cream soda, Bill. Hey, hey Sydney, get a cream soda. Have a fucking sandwich. Do something. Does this something. come
1: out in March. I'm going to be uh, in Vegas this month if I can plug it. Yeah, where are you going to be? The uh, Bonkers Comedy Club uh, in Vegas.
0: I'll Instagram. What what casino is that in? I forget. All right. Well, the people. Can I forget.
1: Right. I'll Instagram Joe Rosa Comedy. I'll Instagram details. But I'll be at Bonkers in Vegas this month, and, uh,
0: and the next month I'll be back at the. Uh, the old Moon Tower Festival. Right. Well, by the time this thing airs, I might have taped my special. And awesome. Yep, and I'll be working on my new hour, my favorite fucking thing to do. It's not the special, Joe. It's it's wiping it all clear. Yeah, right. It's great. Staten over again. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody.